Welcome to the Emotioneering Podcast with me, Melissa Curran, founder and CEO of the Modern Mind Group. We're dedicated to improving your people skills so that you can have better relationships with others for a much more fulfilling life or career. People skills are not just a nice to have, they're a have to have. So when it comes to organizations as well, this really does impact the workplace and the results that you'll get from that. We're going to be delving into topics such as emotional intelligence, communication, leadership, workplace well-being, mental health, culture, and performance. I'm going to be answering your questions on all of these topics and sharing some insights from my career to help you move forward and definitely emotioneer a modern mindset. Make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel or on the Facebook page as well as LinkedIn. We look forward to connecting with you there. On this episode, we're going to be looking into grief and how we can move through the stages of grief within our life. Eight times out of 10, we can actually associate it more with losing a loved one that has passed away, when in fact, it can actually be to do with a complete change of circumstances. It could be a pet that we've lost. It could be a job that we've been made redundant from. It could be divorce or breakup. So there are many different circumstances that we can go through that can create emotional unrest and we go through grief and have a bereavement for something that we had or once had and the life that we now have, we have to learn to accept and move forward with. That's easier said than done. So let's dig into the topic a little bit more today and see how we can actually identify with what is going on and maybe something that we can find to help us move forward. So grief is something that we experience when we lose something that we've identified strongly with in our lives. That could be a relationship with somebody or it could be a circumstance or an event. One of my earliest memories of understanding grief was when my grandfather passed away and seeing how my mother and the rest of the family reacted. I was nine at the time, so these were new emotions to me. I was learning something new for the first time. And when I look back now at maybe some of the things, the circumstances and the events that happened, when you start to look at the stages of grief, you can see how clearly they sort of played out. So we're going to look at that in a little bit more detail, but I think it's important to understand that grief itself can be completely consuming. It can change your behavior. It's completely new to somebody when they're going through it. And it is also very, very personal to their individual circumstances. Grief in an analogy can be explained in a way where imagine you're in a room and you have a gigantic ball or a balloon that takes up I don't know 90% of the room as you move around the room you're going to bump into it at every moment at first but over time the ball or the balloon starts to reduce in size so that you can move around the room but occasionally you're still going to bump into it. And over time, it continues to shrink and it continues to move down quite small so that you can continue to move around the room without bumping into it 
for days on end. And then as we move through the grief and through the bereavement, eventually it becomes so small that it's only on rare occasions that it would trigger an emotional response if we were to bump into the balloon or the ball. So that is grief. It never really completely goes away, that thoughts uh, and the experience of loss. Yeah, I know how that felt losing a parent and, and losing my dad. Now I also identify how maybe my mother was feeling when I was nine years old. So these things, they, they don't just go away. It's why we get triggered by certain songs that come on that remind us of people that have, have been lost or certain circumstances that will remind us of a previous life or a previous time in our lives where we had that certain circumstance or that person close to us. So it's to be mindful of that. It does get easier with time, but it doesn't ever completely go away. The stages of grief were first written about by Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, and she said that there were five stages to grief. They have now been expanded to seven uh, through the adaptation and over time. So we're going to have a look at these now and talk through some of them. And you may very well identify with them, or you may also understand start to understand it so that you can help somebody else around you the first stage of grief is shock and denial it can take time to come to terms with what has just happened and the brain can sometimes play tricks on us for example you can wake up and think i'm off to work today but actually that job no longer exists or you were made redundant it could be that you turn to talk to somebody and they're not there anymore to have the conversation with or you go to phone someone about something this is I definitely identify with myself which I've definitely done and it's just part of grief it's a normal process that everybody goes through you might think you can see them everywhere they, these things happen and it takes time to get over that shock and that denial you're not necessarily trying to deny it yourself but your brain is doing that because it's it's continuing with the habitual routine of what you had got used to the second stage is about pain and guilt it is going to hurt it's going to feel upsetting there's going to be emotional outbursts you're going to break down at times crumble of course you are this was something that you loved, something that you enjoyed. And it's OK to express those emotions. You have to express them. Don't suppress them. Make sure that you do let them out. But then be mindful that you will start to potentially feel guilty. Or oh, what if I'd done this? Would I still be there? Could it be that if I'd made this choice or told them this, that they wouldn't have gone and done that? So we start to blame ourselves and start to think that it was our fault that this particular thing happened. Take the pandemic as an example. It is not anybody's fault. It's just a force of whatever that has just happened. And ultimately, it's accepting that and not blaming yourself or other people for what has actually happened. The third stage is anger and bargaining. So we can feel completely angry. So we've gone past the pain and the hurt and the upset. And now we're angry for what's happened. And we may be saying things to ourselves like, why did you do this to me? I can't believe that you've left me in this situation. Or I'm really angry. That was a terrible company. They've gone through uh, terrible uh, circumstances. They've done bad, bad, bad practices. So you may be angry and you may resent what has just 
happened. Okay. And there may be some bargaining. You may say to the powers that be or in your mind, if I do this, can I just have that back? Or I would give anything for them to just be here one more time. I promise I will not drink anymore or I won't do this anymore if I could just have them back or if I could just have that job back. I promise I wouldn't be late anymore. I would definitely do things differently. You start to bargain with a certain circumstance that something's changed. It doesn't often change things in the reality in the here and now, but it is a part of the situation where we reflect on what's happened. Again, it's only natural that this will happen. Stage four is when you can have extremely low mood or feel in a depressed state. So your behavior may change. You may feel extremely lethargic, like you don't want to do anything and you don't have any motivation for anything. Remember, this is the grief and the bereavement. It is not you. This isn't your usual state. So allow yourself to go through the motions, but remind yourself that it isn't you. You know, think about how you usually are, how you're going to move forward. Try and be hopeful even though it's difficult and the small things that you manage to do in the day, allow yourself to process that and feel a little bit of achievement from even the small things that you do. But I understand that this particular stage is going to feel extremely difficult and make sure you share how you're feeling with others. Stage five is about the upward turn in bereavement or grief the the part where things start to turn around you've you know you've hit rock bottom you have felt extremely low but now things are starting to turn this is the kind of the resilience wave you know there is only one way and it's up and it's how you help yourself to come out of that and this upward movement and this this upward uh, sort of turn where you start to do more things, where you start to feel a little bit brighter. If this doesn't come or it's a long way off, please speak to a professional. Let them know how you're feeling because if stage four is taken a little bit too long, then it could become worse. So if you are still in a very low mood and it, we're talking it's months down the line and there isn't this kind of upward turn, then you really do need to seek some professional help. Okay. Stage six is all about the reconstruction and working through things. So changing things that used to be part and parcel of what happened before. For example, you may need to change bill cycles. You may need to speak to banks about payments. It could be that you need to clear your loved one's things. So as we start to reconstruct and work through things and start to make new processes and new structures in our life, then that can help us through the process. So we're starting to move towards the future now by putting things in place and tying up loose ends, things that haven't been organized or resolved or solved since the change of circumstance. And stage seven is about acceptance and hope, accepting that our mortality is a part of life, accepting that it has changed and things are not going to be the way that they were. But to move forward with hope that 
there is better to come, that there are good things on the horizon and staying focused on that and planning things. You know, if it's that you have been down and you haven't been able to plan things, our lives have changed a lot. But having that light at the end of the tunnel that we are able to plan meeting family, going for a meal, all these little things will start to add up and they will help you to feel more hopeful. But remember, just because there's seven stages doesn't mean that we flow through them that way. You could fall back into one, then start to move forward. So there's no linear progression when it comes to grief. And you may end up just having a really low day. Everything's been okay for a couple of months, but then you're really low because, I don't know, you've heard a song. It's just a different day. It's coming up close to a birthday. It's coming up to a time of year where that particular event or occasion happened and you can have a moment of a a heightened emotional state that could happen and that's okay remember that ball I was talking about it's gonna it's gonna be there at some points and it is gonna bring on an emotional response so just being kind to yourself and understanding that that is going to happen down the line and there is nothing wrong with that it's something that we all go through I understand that you may have not been through it before. Also be mindful of what we attach ourselves to. So if we're unhappy with the life that we now have because the past circumstances have changed, we can often seek out something to replace it, whether that is drugs, drinking, gambling, something that changes how we feel about the here and now. But remember, it is only going to be a short term change. It's not going to help you long term. So make sure that you talk to people around you. Don't feel like people don't understand. They do. but They just need to hear you and to listen to you. And you want someone to listen to you. So understand that there is help that you can get. You can talk to other people and they're not going to think that you're being ridiculous or silly and sometimes you're right other people haven't gone through what you've gone through but if they can just listen to you so that you can move through it and and not try and hide away from it remember it's important to address it and not suppress it make sure that you get the help you need I hope that this podcast today has really helped you to understand grief a little bit more for someone that may be going through it or that you are going through yourself Thanks for listening to the Emotioneering Podcast with me, Melissa Curran, today. It's been great. Remember to subscribe to Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, or all three. You can also come to the website, modernmindgroup.com, where you can subscribe there, stay in contact, and let us know what you really think. Give us the feedback. This is going to get better by knowing what you think. Uh, Has this given you food for thought? Has it helped you change something? What has it inspired? Let us know because that's why we're doing it. It's all about the people, people, people. (laughs) Have a great day and ciao for now.